Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. We're flying high here early on a Friday morning, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. In this hour, much more of the Sunday slate that we have in the NFL Jeff Schwartz in 30 minutes played in the Pac-12. Current Pac-12 analyst will get his thoughts on the games coming up this week. We have staggering numbers on Oregon State at home and uh, some very creative props for the weekend that we'll get to as well. If Bill Belichick, for example, is not the coach of the Patriots next year, who will it be? Who will be the starting quarterback for New England next year with odds coming up a little bit later on? Here we move on into Sunday's action again. Steelers are playing at the Browns Pauly. And some incredible numbers from Steve Mackin and at our website, vsin.com. First, the Browns are 8-25-1 ATS in a same-season rematch over their last 34 games. So the second time they play a divisional team, it's been brutal. And it gets worse. They've lost 12 of their last 13 home rematch games ATS. And now they're going to throw DTR into the fire here. And uh, they're actually taking a little bit of money now because it came all the way down to pick, and now they're back to one and a half. Yep, I'm on the Steelers here. Uh, again, This it's the Minnesota Vikings part two. They're six and three. They've been outscored by 26 points. They're plus 10 in the turnover differential. This has never happened before. They're the first team to be outgained in all nine games and have a winning record. They're also 49 and 14 against rookie quarterbacks since 1970. So as bad as it was against Baltimore... Uh, Stefanski is saying, I want to see what, what uh, he can do now with a full week of practice. He was just thrown in there with no notice in the Baltimore game with the Watson news that came down late. You get Fryermuth back uh, with your Pittsburgh with your with Pittsburgh here. So 
I just, I mean, what, 17, 17 points might be good enough here for the Steelers to get it. And, and again, you're probably going to take it away. Uh, you're, they're plus 10, Cleveland's minus 4. Cleveland has been good at home. They're 4-1 at home. They've outscored their opponents 97-23. to 23. So I think they're making a mistake here. Our guy, Tony Rizzo, can't believe it that it's DTR. They just how much they think of their draft picks, and that's why they decided to do this as well. You beat San Francisco with Walker. You went to Indianapolis and scored 38 points in one. You were in position with the ball with two minutes left with the lead in Seattle. Yeah. I question the move here, and I don't think it's going to go well for DTR. There's also this. The Steelers are 28-14 and 14 ATS as a dog going back since 2018. Tomlin's great in this position. And, again, if you want to maybe now tease it, it's in teaser range here. You can go Steelers up to 7.5 on a two-team six-point teaser with a total of 33. Yeah. This would be a good one, I think. And uh, much more in this game. I think we're going to have an argument here with Adam Chernoff today because Adam Chernoff is going to say that there is no difference between Dorian Thompson-Robinson and P.J. Walker. And I don't know how he can make that comment. I mean, and I've seen other people who point out like the pro football focus numbers on P.J. Walker as well. Well, let me tell you this. Some of the stuff that uh, pro football focus has spit out this year has been not even close to being accurate. Yeah, I know. Awful numbers. Green Bay offensive the line. The Green Bay offensive line comes yeah. to mind before yeah. the Detroit game, along with some other stuff as well. So Josh take, take that for what it's worth. I, look, I'm a subscriber to Pro Football Focus. I have been for five years. I look at it every single day of the week during the football season. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't let that be your gauge to say, he's by far the worst quarterback in football. There's going to be no downgrade to, to Dorian Thompson-Robinson was Tommy DeVito bad his first start. Uh-huh. Now, I know he's saying all the right things. He knows what to expect. Okay, but it's also a Steelers defense that you're taking on the second time around. And it's been a while since you played in the game. Maybe he's better. But I would also say there's a pretty good chance that he's not. And he might be worse than P.J. Walker. He beat the 49ers. I mean, it's not the be-all, end-all, but he started and beat the 49ers. So, and he scored 39 points on the road. Oh, he DTR... I love the guy at UCLA, too, when we pointed out in the preseason. Like, this guy can probably play in the preseason, and he did. Just because preseason success happens for a young guy does not mean it's going to translate to the regular season. So I think it's a, I think it's a fascinating, you know, breakdown and a discussion for this game this week. Yep. I have to trust Tomlin here. As do I. And I, 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 I think that I trust Pittsburgh's defense as well against a rookie quarterback who should turn it over. Yep. Now, some of these games are ugly this week. It happens. It's yep. the NFL. Yep. Giants at the Commanders. Washington is one and nine straight up and two and eight ATS their last ten at home. They've been they, great on the road. Well, and if they go off a double digit favorite, uh, it'll be the first time since 2017 that's that's happened. So again, they just played and uh, they lost 14 to seven. But it's a different Giant team. Can Washington contain Barkley and the Giants' rushing attack? And if they do, they'll win and they'll probably go win uh, convincingly. Because you're not going to get anything out of the quarterback play with the Giants, and and you know what what's Devito's prop? How many yards is he going to throw for? I mean, I just I like Washington here, and I think it's a it's a good teaser bet as well. Now, how many people will use them in Survivor? That's a good question. I don't have them available. I used them against Arizona, but that's are you going to step out here? And how many people are going to take a shot with using Washington? I, I can't kill you. I don't have a problem with it. Going against DeVito here, how bad the Giants have looked, and they can't do a damn thing offensively. Well, I, I need know, to know the other options as well. Mm-hmm. Assuming that Miami's no longer remaining. Not, a lot of people do not have them. Yeah. I think Jacksonville and Washington will be the two most selected teams this week. Yeah, and I think Houston's going to be on the list too. 
You do. As a fate of Arizona. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because I don't, well. How many opportunities do you get to use Houston? That's this exactly might be right. the only one. That's exactly right. And this this would make a lot of sense for this game just because it's a pure fate of Tommy DeVito. He can go home and have a nice home-cooked meal from his mom, and she can tuck him That's in right. when the, the game's over yeah, with. No ZD. But the gift that keeps on giving has been the unders. So we're, we're sitting at 37. And as I mentioned several times, it was 14-7 to 7 in the first meeting. And the, the Washington uh, touchdown was set up by a muff punt by Shepard deep in their own territory. They're 8-2 and two to the under this year. They are 42-18-2 and two to the under since 2020. No one talks about it, yeah. especially at home. Uh, how the Giants have been an under machine. Yeah, you round that up for the Giants, 69 and a half, well, 70%. Same thing with Washington since 2020, 36 and 23 to the under. This year's team's a little bit different because Howell can actually throw it and the defense has been kind of a sieve. The Giants have actually been good going to Washington, 4 and 1 straight up, 5 and 0 ATS last five trips. But again, none of those games were with uh, DeVito here. Commanders have struggled against divisional opponents since 2017, but. Yeah, I, I yep. think if I'm still alive and I had Washington, I'd, I would definitely consider them this week. Okay, and I think this, whether it's Washington, it's probably going to be Jacksonville with the most selected team in Survivor. Tennessee is 0-5 on the road. They're 27th in offense, 26th in passing and scoring. Has not gone well for Levis the last couple weeks. Was bad at Tampa last week as well. Uh, and, and Jacksonville coming off that horrible performance, embarrassed at home against the 49ers. You don't figure uh, Tennessee and Levis will do much offensively. Jacksonville should get it going and be able to move the ball against Tennessee in a game they have to have. And now up to seven, I think you'll see Jacksonville, the most selected team in Survivor here. Yeah, I will point out some numbers here with the Titans and tell you why I think for a game like this, Ed, you can't factor any of this in. They're 22-15 and 15 ATS against the division since 2017. They're 5-1 ATS, their last six in Jacksonville. However, a lot of those Titan teams were really good teams. Ryan Tannehill was playing at a level that was you know, at least serviceable, if not better than that at times. Oh, they give him trouble. Trouble. Look at the last uh, the week eighteen game. No, of course, they right? Just, they they signed Dobbs off the street. Almost had the lead with the fourth quarter. A lot of those teams had respectable defenses as well. Uh-huh. Very good front. Uh, Derrick Henry, obviously in his prime as well. So, the numbers here, going back, have been really, really good. This is a totally different Titans team. Will Levis looked good in one game. Yep. And since then, kind of more what you expected here, where it looked good against Atlanta, and then back to the pack since then. So, but I would say this about Jacksonville. And I, I just, I can't go to war with that team. They have, if they win their division, you're going to like their chances in a game one spot in the playoffs? Yeah, at home, yes. You would? Absolutely. Beyond yeah. that, would you like them? Yeah. I, well, I just, I, I got to see more from Trevor Lawrence. Sorry, I just do. Yeah. The defense has been pretty, last week they got shredded, but overall in the season, defense has been pretty good, but it's just... And I know Lawrence was not getting helped up by his weapons. They were dro- a lot of drops and stuff, but man. I think we're overreacting. Uh, I, I, they were on a nice run before the uh, debacle on Sunday. They had won and covered five in a row. I think a lot of that was defense, they, though. Yes, that's true. But I, it, certainly there's been struggles with the offense and with the weapons they have and the moves they made. To get Ridley was big. Uh, offensive line issues, no doubt. But you beat Atlanta 23-7. You look good against Buffalo. You look great against the Colts. Minshew, everything he did was in garbage time. And he went to New Orleans and won on a Thursday night and then went to Pittsburgh and won. And now we're, we're, we're saying they're one of the, you know, a horrible uh, team. And 
Everyone can have an off game. It was surprising off, off a bye, but I think that shows you San Francisco's A game. And if the Niners come to play and they're healthy, just, yeah. you don't stand a chance. Well, I certainly don't want to call Jacksonville yeah. horrible. That would be a massive overreaction. I just I don't think a deep run, as of right now, to me, doesn't look like it's going to be happening this year in the playoffs, assuming they win their division. Yeah, they're schizophrenic. They're, they're up and down in the same game. Look at the Charger playoff game. No doubt. No uh, doubt. And that's the same thing with Lawrence. I mean, he could see consistency. Now, do you agree with this now? You brought up the Chargers. They're playing at Lambeau against Green Bay. Respected money on Green Bay this week. I, uh, I don't know about that, but I do think there'll be points. Now, have they finally found something here with the offense? Going back the last six games in the first half, it was 16 points. 16 total points. And then they go two early touchdown drives against Pittsburgh. Um, but you're facing the worst pass defense in the league in their 31st in total defense. But Los, uh, Los Angeles averaging 31 per game in their last three. I think you'd see fireworks in this one. Maybe they found something here finally and got on the same page with LaFleur and Love. Who knows? But you're also getting healthy, and it's a big boost to have Jones back in there. Well, it surprised me. I'm not So two things here. Not surprised the Packers finally put together a good game. I was surprised it came against Pittsburgh. Yeah. So for that to continue yeah. against a, a Chargers defense that teams can get up and down the field on this team. No opinion on the side. I like the over. Yeah. I think you'll see I think points. there's going to get points, too. More of the uh, Sunday games will go afternoon schedule coming up next. Teaser talk and which team scares you the most in Survivor here on VEASAN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome aboard Total Wine, Spirits, Beer, and more. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly. B21. All right, so more of the schedule here, Paulie. The afternoon games 
as the Buccaneers are playing at the 49ers. Niners in that 12-point range now as the favorite here at home after they just shined on the road after the bye against Jacksonville last week. The total is 42. We touched on this game briefly. It's setting up to where the 49ers offense really could pop yet again. Purdy could go off. This could be, you know, IU, Kittle, and Debo. Like, which one are you going to slow down if you're Tampa? Because their passing mm-hmm. defense is really, really bad. Still a little difficult to run on this team overall. But Purdy, more than capable. It was awesome last week against Jacksonville. I think they're going to score plenty here. I would look at maybe like a Niners team total over in this game. Or if you want to go 42, it's a low, that's a like a normal total now in 2023. But I just, they're going to get theirs. And I think with, you know, Mike Evans now trending towards playing in this game, Mayfield garbage time, throwing the ball a lot, in theory, yeah, 41 and a half looks like a small enough number to play uh, the over here. Okay, yeah, all right. Uh, Certainly, Wilkes going from the booth down to the field, uh, paid dividends right away. And I know those guys were embarrassed and ticked off what happened against Minnesota and uh, the Cincinnati game. But... 22nd in points, 25th in yards. Mayfield's had some stinkers so far. Struggled to move it at home against Atlanta. Didn't do much against Tennessee either. I mean, that's a 13 to 6 game late. Mm-hmm. And we could see now with the acquisition of Young again. That they that was impressive what happened all the way around to dominate and shut down Jacksonville on the road like that. Yeah. So again, that I, I just go back to who's got a better A game. Remember, how about, how about going to Pittsburgh to start the year? Game was over in the second quarter. Uh-huh. Was it Trent Williams? I wanted him to get a first down. I was I, I wanted to get some rest. Yeah. We have to keep going back out there as an offense, and the defense kept getting three and out. So their A game and, and the talent that they have is just uh, unreal. So this could be a long day for Mayfield. But, again, that's a ton of points and the Niners coming off another another blowout win. Yeah, they, so now they, you know, in order to, like, do the same exact thing against Jacksonville. It's got to be back-to-back, like, A-plus performances right. here. Which could happen, and again, they're they're on a 10-1 and ATS run at home. Yeah. What they've, they've been done. awesome there. They have been. No doubt. And I'm sure, you know, get McCaffrey back in the end zone, too. Start a new streak. I know a game that you're super hot and heavy on here is Jets at Bill. Some of the numbers that you can find at vcin.com. Again, Steve Mackinnon writes about the, the rematch angle, like the second time you play a divisional game against a team throughout the season. Jets, awful. 4-18 and straight up. 7-14 and 1 ATS. In same-season rematch games going back, Bills on the other side are really, really good. A lot of this comes down to the coaching overall. The Bills are 14-4 and straight up, 11-7 and ATS. Last 18 home rematches, and Paulie, on average, they're scoring more than 30 points per game in those rematches. Yep. Well, as Mike Palm said, why why was Dorsey fired? You're top 10 in offense, and the offense wasn't the problem. Certainly the turnovers with Allen are the big issue, and leading the league in interceptions. But if not now, when? They have to get going. Their season's on the line. They have a brutal schedule. But Allen has to take ownership that he's a big reason why Dorsey was let go. And he owned it in the press conference and meeting with the media. He feels terrible about it. It's also an anti-Jets play. One one offensive touchdown in 36 drives, and that was a dump-off to Brees Hall. They are broken offensively. Uh, again, the, the incredible stat, 23 field goals and 10 touchdowns on the season. Now you have Wilson airing his frustration. I'm sick of, you know, I can't do this anymore. We can't score. You lose to the Raiders. You thought the season was on the line in that game. Uh, I think the Bills win and they cover. And at least for the time being, they look good and get things on track offensively. 
I just, I mean, what are the Jets going to do offensively? Not to mention Allen was horrendous in the first game. So he has the revenge angle, too. He was, humi- it was humiliating what happened on the Monday night game with all the, and, and that, that's a good prop to bet. Will he throw an interception? Because Whitehead had the hat trick against him in, in the first game. But I laid six and a half, and I think the Bills bury him. Let me flip it for a second here. Let's say they don't. Let's say Buffalo loses this game outright. Oh, season's over. Is Sean McDermott fired on Monday? Nobody should be. And I, that's the move to make. He did that to save his own ass. He did. What happened? He's trying to take away from his blunders. Absolutely. What did. happened? 12 men on the field. The all-out blitz on third down. No doubt. field goal range. Tinkering with the offense, too. Too many cooks in the kitchen. A combination He's of all that. of that. Yet. And I also will point to the head coach. What is this save Allen for the playoffs business? Don't let him run. You're not going to make the playoffs. Yep. You missed it. The way that the game whole, the unfolded down the stretch to have the 12 men on the field, but also to call the zero blitz when the Broncos were completely out of field goal range. Dorsey had nothing to do with that, pal. And if you lose this game outright with the schedule that you have coming up on deck, I if it goes completely sideways, he's not coming back as a head coach. You can't bring him back. I can't. I can't. You can't. No, I don't think you can. You've regressed and you've missed your window. And the other thing is, I don't know if I can put it on him, Whose decision was it to leave on a Friday for a London game? Another one. When Jacksonville's been there for a week. Sure. And you come out sleepwalking for three quarters. Yep. Uh, the Seahawks are playing at the Rams. This number opened up Seattle minus three. Everybody has been on the Rams so far. Oh, yeah. In I this game. Can't find one person to make a case for Seattle. Well, right. so now the Seahawks are down to a one-point favorite here, and the total is 46. Matthew Stafford. Uh, appears okay to come back and play in this game. And, uh, you know, as a guy who plays a lot of fantasy and looks at player props every week, I know that the secondary of Seattle, this Witherspoon kid, they hit it out of the park again with another pick here. Oh, wow. But the fantasy world loves Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua this week. Yep. But Charge had a great breakdown, though, last week. Or yesterday, excuse me. Yeah. That uh, Witherspoon will contain Cup, and it could be Puka who goes off in this one. So you get Stafford back. uh, You're off the bye. And uh, you beat him the first time around. So, I'm a little concerned that no one has made the case for Seattle, though. But it's a huge game for their win total and huge for the playoffs as well. I don't know. Maybe the Rams go off as the favorite. Yep. But I will say this again. That could happen. No opinion, though, for me. Home dogs after the bye. Home dogs after the bye. Going back to 1999. 15-38 straight up. 20-32-1 ATS. Yikes. Good. Okay. Who screws this up? What do you think? Who'd you, who'd you, maybe Survivor, all these parlays, these teasers, these money line parlays. Who takes you out here? Because all these big favorites, you think someone's got to go down. Um, I would, I would lean Houston. I know it's the shortest point spread, it's five, but Arizona on the road, 16 points against Washington. They had a defensive touchdown. 16, 9, 10, 0. That was Toon. I know you can say it'll be a different ball game with Murray now, what you said earlier. But Arizona has been awful on in, on the road this year. Yeah, it's much like Tennessee, who's zero and five. Well, let's think about Houston now for a second, and it's a great story. D'Amico, I don't love the spot at all. D'Amico Ryan's. Did you love the spot last week? That's true. I mean, but great come from behind win. You beat Tampa. Walk ben, off. Yeah, there. Bengals yeah. were being. Think about what they've yeah. done now the last two weeks. They put up all those yards against Tampa. He threw for almost five hundred yards. They came back in the final minute to win at the gun. They followed that up. By going on the road, and by the way, they deserved to win that game last week. I mean, they, the Bengals got back into it. Yeah, you're up 10 with four minutes with the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and if Boyd somehow catches that ball in the end zone, Houston yeah. probably loses the game. Yeah. 
regardless, now you have to play a third consecutive game after those two weeks. You're going back home to take on a team that suddenly had a B12 shot last week with Kyler Murray. And, and I don't know, it looks like the teammates were you know, galvanized by his return. Offense, the guy looked good. The guy looked like he was fresh out there running around. Like he, the, the Watson stuff, when Watson came back, it's been two years now. He's looked terrible for the most part the entire time. Murray comes back after a year. He's like, okay, yeah. he's running around like he never missed any time. Well, the, te- the Texans' second passing offense, though, and, and Arizona can't stop anything, as we talked about in 30th, uh, defensively against the pass. Do they have a problem, I mean, though? I could see this could be like a Prater game, though, as well. That's one big weapon they have. 76 field goals from 50-plus in his career. Oh, my he had, God. He had from 56 and 51 last week. Then you got this McBride who goes off. But that's what I was going to say. That now you have, obviously, Connor back into the mix. McBride has been awesome last couple of weeks. So it's not just like Murray who made things happen. They have other guys who are actually capable here. I'm surprised that the, uh, the total took under money yesterday in a move from 49 down to 47 and a half. Yeah, that's also contagious for a young team where everyone's going off and it's fun to show up to work and all these guys are putting up big numbers and no Pierce, no problem, we'll give it to Singletary. Everything's working now offensively. It is. And I know Ryans has done a nice job, but I have, I, they need to do a better job defensively because you can't let Baker Mayfield do that to you, what happened in that game. And then and uh, it's Burrow, but, but then again, uh, you could have done a better job in that game too. So I want to see if they can slow down Murray. Uh, the other one, the Giants going on the road again. Now, you want to say three straight road games. I know one of them was the Jets, so I guess it doesn't count. But that could be another one with the Jets again going on the road, and maybe they tap out if it gets out of control with Washington. Right, we'll pick up the teaser talk coming up in about 15 minutes. There are some legs this week that I would consider. Um, again, if you can find reasonable prices, if you have a dollar ten available somehow, maybe. I don't know if you want to go much more beyond that, but I know prices have certainly adjusted over the years, specifically here in Las Vegas. We'll talk Pac-12 uh, coming up next. Jeff Schwartz played there as an analyst uh, on the conference. He'll join the program coming up. I mean, it seems like everybody likes Oregon State. Is that the right side this weekend? We'll ask him coming up here on VEASAN. I'm a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records, profit ROI, and see who has the hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Sign up $19 for your first month. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We'll hit some college football here, specifically the Pac-12. Jeff Schwartz joins the program. He played offensive line in the NFL for nearly a decade. He is with uh, Pac-12 today on Sirius XM Radio. Jeff, good morning. Thanks for the time today. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm excited for a a big weekend of college football. You know, like there's not been chaos. It's just a weekend for, for chaos. We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, no kidding. We could get some chaos here potentially and what it means to the playoff in the conference you played in, the Pac-12. Washington is playing on the road in Corvallis, not an easy spot to play. And uh, the Huskies opened up a two-point favorite last Sunday morning, Jeff. They are now a two, two-and-a-half point dog here against the Beavs. Do you agree with that line move? I mean, I I, I guess I agree with it in a, in a couple reasons. I, I, I'm not betting on Oregon State, but let me explain. So, Oregon State's really good at home. Like, it, it's actually quite shocking how much better they are at home than they are on the road. And they've lost one home game since 2021, and that was USC last year. But they've also 
not played a lot of their better teams um, on the, you know, at home. Like last year, they went to Utah last year. They went to Washington last year, lost both of those games. This year, they played, you know, the two best passing offenses they played all season. Washington State lost at Washington State. Arizona lost at Arizona. Like, you know, they, you know, they, they, at home this year, they played Utah. This is before their bye. Nate Johnson still playing quarterback. UCLA, Dante Moore, I think through three interceptions. Like, you know, they, they played their better teams on the road outside of the, the Oregon game last year when they needed a short comeback um, by them to, to beat Oregon. So, you know, they, the home road splits are remarkable. Like they allow, I think it's 16 less points at home this season. Last year was nearly 10 or 12 less points at home. It doesn't make much sense other than looking at the schedule and seeing obviously um, who they have and haven't played to understand the, the line movement with the way they run the football. This the final Pac-12 game at Research Stadium. I, I get all those things, but my, my thing is like, the best part of this game, right? The best connection, the best unit is Washington's offense by far. And whenever they're in trouble, Michael Penix throws to Roma Dunze, throws to, to Polk, throws to, to Westover, throws to McMillan, might be back this week. And Oregon State doesn't have a defense to stop that. They just don't. And um, when push comes to sub, I'm taking the best unit on the field, which is the Washington offense. I also think that there is a little bit of like, ECU Washington vibes, right? Washington's defense guys, it's atrocious. Like they're 102nd on third down. They're 120 something in havoc rate. They're 120th on, um, you know, in, in, in sack rate. They're, they're, they're not good. They're absolutely not good, but it doesn't seem to matter, right? Because in the fourth quarter of games, for whatever reason, they make a ton of points on fourth down. They're one of the best fourth down defenses. It doesn't make sense to me, honestly. Like if you're bad on third down, why are you good on fourth down? I have no reason why. So it feels like a little bit, of team of destiny. Now you can make the argument, obviously that it ends this weekend and this is over, but I just think Washington has the best part of this game, which is their passing game. Michael Penix, they're, they're good on the offensive line. Um, you know, Oregon State's got to outscore them. I just not really what Oregon State does. So um, I, I have Washington win this game. Um, and I don't one of the few that I think I picked Washington this week, but I, I just think it's sort of their season to have things go well for them. Okay, interesting breakdown. And again, as you pointed out, 17-1 and one at home, the Beavers, since 2021. But you say consider the opponents and who they played. Uh, an Oregon guy, how do you think this plays out? We get the rematch out here in a couple weeks, and do you think the Ducks win the rematch against Washington? Well, yeah, we got to be Arizona State this weekend, and we're big favorites. We'll probably be, what, 10-14 to 14 point favorites against Oregon State next weekend. Yeah. Uh, it's actually Friday night. Um, Friday night in the last uh, Civil War before, obviously, the, the, the schools part ways. Um, you know, tough games to win. You know, Dan Lanning is an incredible coach. I, I love Dan Lanning, but he's got to beat our rival, right? We, we haven't we beat Washington, and we haven't beat Oregon State yet. And, again, there's inevitability with Washington where it does feel like whenever there's a problem, they just throw the ball to their wide receivers who catch the ball. Like, I, I, there's, no, there's no defense for that, right? I mean, I, I know Oregon – we, we played them before we tried that. And there's some things I think we could do differently in this game to maybe mitigate some of that. And Michael Penix, by the way, it's completely about 60% of passes the last five weeks. He's not been the same quarterback he was before the Oregon game. So, um, you know, I, I'm just, I, I know we'll be like seven point favorites, which seems like a lot of points for that impact 12 rematch. It does with, with their offense. Um, but I think, look, Oregon is a very complete football team. Um, you know, they, they do the things that win football games. They have a great offensive line. They have a really good defensive line. 
They don't turn the ball over. They are good on third down on both sides of the ball. You know, they, they do the things that you like to see winning teams do. And I, I certainly think that we can beat Washington. I just sort of have to see it, you know, maybe be a pessimistic duck fan right now, but we haven't beat Washington two straight years. Um, it's crazy. We Oregon, um, the last nine fourth down opportunities against Washington and Oregon state were Oh, for nine. And otherwise we're like 80% on fourth down, but you know, like, it's it, it kind of need to see it change. I, I don't know why it hasn't worked in those two games. Um, but we're really good. Like, I, I think that this is the year if you're trying to win a championship and your team like Oregon with Georgia, just not as good as they have been the last two years. And they're still very good. Um, Michigan, you know, again, you know, I haven't been tested really this year. I think Oregon can, can, can play close against them. And it feels like a year where, you know, if we can get in the playoff, we have a good opportunity to, to compete way more than you know last year against Georgia. No doubt. Like no doubt. Follow the money. Paulie and Mitch Visa in the Sports Betting Network. Jeff Schwartz, our guest, played in the NFL. Uh, he's a duck. Also, Sirius XM and uh, Fox Sports as well. Are you a little concerned about with the committee, how they disrespect Washington and Florida State's ahead of them? That maybe, even though it's, yeah. the, best, it's the best league, that 12-1 that and one might not get in? Well, I think it really depends on what happens around, you know, Oregon or Washington, right? Like if Washington's thirteen and zero, they're in. Like we know that, yes, right? Yes. Um, if if Oregon is twelve and one, you know, what happens with Alabama and Texas? Like here's the deal. I I am obviously I've been through this. I grew up in the West Coast. I'm a group of Bruin fan. I play in the Pac-10. I cover the Pac-12. I have no faith where ever we ever get the benefit of the doubt. So uh-huh. if Florida State if Florida State wins out, the Big Ten champions be undefeated. Those two teams are in. And then, you know, if Bama beats Georgia and Texas wins out, I think those two teams are in over Oregon. I, I just, I don't know. Oh, I boy. see no history to show me otherwise. Um, I know what the power rankings say. I know that Oregon is power rated ahead of Texas, Alabama right now. Maybe, yeah, I think that's correct still, right? Um, and so, yeah, I don't know if they take Vegas off into this consideration about what the lines would be in these potential games. Um, but I, I just, no, Texas, I think, loses tomorrow. So that solves part of the problem. And, I would still take Georgia to beat Alabama as a championship game, but Alabama's obviously much improved and there's a chance that they can win that game. So I just um, mm-hmm. I, I don't have faith because I haven't seen it happen before. I haven't I, seen I understand. it happen well. Yeah, 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 I understand. Before. Just two minutes left, and you're the perfect guy to ask. You yeah. played eight years in the league. Why is offensive line play so bad? Does it go? Does it start at high school? Is it? Is it what they're running in college? What do you think? Well, there's no, it's lack of practice time. No one practices anymore, right? You don't practice. You don't, you don't hit anymore. There's no two a days. I'm not advocating for two a days to come back, but you just don't, you don't practice anymore. And so you have depth issues. Teams, teams don't keep veteran offensive linemen anymore. They get rid of them for younger players for salary cap reasons. Um, and as soon as guys get hurt or there's a depth issue, that's it. Like that's the end of it. There's no opportunity to, bring in other players. And so teams have to be very prudent with having backup plans that are capable of playing if guys get hurt. And and that's the number one issue. There's just a lack of development right now because of the practice time again, and and no pads and things like that. So, um, you know, it's almost the same with quarterbacks, right? A lot of teams, you lose your quarterback and there's just, you've not, you haven't prepared for a backup and you haven't prepared to have someone come in and, and you'll do the Bengals right now. You're the jets right now. Like to not prepare, sort of at all for backup, like have a backup is that's on you, right? Plenty of teams have good enough backups to, to get them through a, a rough stretch of a month without a quarterback. Uh, I guess, um, you know, they, they didn't think it was necessary. 
Thanks a lot, Jeff. Good breakdown on the game. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. Jeff Schwartz, follow him on X and Sirius XM Radio and also uh, Fox Sports. So here's, 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 here's his point. Well, the, the, the numbers. Since 2021, Oregon State is 17-1 and at home, and they've covered every one but one. In, in conference games, they're 12-0 and ATS and 11-1 um, straight up. The loss was by three to USC. That's from Chris Felica. But he's saying consider who they've played. How the schedules also worked out. So well, there's I, one guy making a case for Washington. I also, also wa- sound yeah. like he thinks there'll be points too. I watched the Ducks game there last. It, Oregon lost their mind in that game. That was Lanning doing crazy it stuff. Just, too. I mean, yes. so but I guess people can just go there, and there are weird spots to play in this country, right? Corvallis is one of them. Yeah, they just Oregon never should have blew, blown that game last year, and Lanning definitely right. did. Right. Pullman's another one. Uh, by the way, off air, he, he likes Washington State tonight against Colorado, but that's right. and I, I can't I can't kill him for saying I'll see it, I'll believe it when I see it. The Pac-12 getting in. The Week 11 teaser talk coming up next, and some creative props. How about the next Patriots quarterback with odds next here on Veasan? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
In the NBA, the game can change in an instant, no matter how the action unfolds. You know, DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score 150 in bonus bets for just betting $5. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code FOLLOW at DraftKings. The crown is yours. All right. uh, There is some news today around the Cleveland Browns as uh, it has been confirmed that uh, the team is working out. Joe Flacco. It was ugly at the end with the Jets. Uh, But, you know, listen, last time they saw him, he had the epic comeback, and they blew the 13-point lead at home as Flacco was was airing it out and had some success throwing the ball. I don't – Joe Flacco is better than P.J. Walker? Yeah. Question mark? Well, he can't move. He's a statue back there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Uh, You you need a gift here. You, You need a tanny hill to just say, cut me. Mac Jones? Oh, uh, boy. Gronk said that this week. Has Mac Jones played his final game in New England? Final season. Final game. You think it's over? Uh, I mean, I'll say season. I mean, maybe. You, we won't go that far? Uh, I'll go that far. If he's lost the locker room and everyone's turned on him? Yeah. With only a couple games left? Now that we're week 11? Reports say it'll be Greer or Zappi coming off the bye? And they should get the win against the Giants off the bye? Crazy what happened to him. Can you believe this? You go back. Wow. I, I want to say two years ago at this time, he was probably close to even money to win rookie of the year <laughs> in that range. Yeah. And then it just, ever since like, well, Chase eventually tracked him down and won, but hasn't been the same guy. Anyway, teaser talk this week quickly yep. here. Yep. Steelers up to seven and a half. Love it. Because the total's 33. Yep. Uh, lines down to one and a half or two. Like it. Yep. Did you do that one? Covered 11 in a row in the division. Yep. Well, you want to do Vikings plus eight and a half at the Broncos? Uh, or is that a, Broncos uh, playing so many close games. Uh, hello, hello. Let me give that to you. Uh, they've played, what did I put it? They've met 14 times all time. 15 times. Only one's been decided by one more than one score. Interesting. Denver, okay. Minnesota, yeah. And then what about Monday night? Totals come down here in this uh, Chiefs-Eagles game, 45 yeah. and a half. Eagles plus eight and a half or no? No. I wouldn't do it either. No. I would not touch that. Uh, you could do uh, non-Wong teasers. I brought this up a couple of weeks ago where these teams go for it. When they're down by eight, they go for two. So now like that whole mm-hmm. spot of five and a half, six, six and a half, maybe becoming a little bit more important. Tease Dallas down to five at Carolina or the Niners down to five and a half against Tampa Bay. Food for thought. Sure. People will scoff. I say don't scoff. No, I know. No, I'm with ch- you. Teams change how they approach us when they're down by Absolutely. You know, 13, 14, 15 points. Right. Patriots nope. next coach, if not Belichick. <sighs> Mayo, 2-1. to one. Vrabel, 3-1. to one. I think it's going to be one of those two, don't you I, think? So do I. I think it'll be one of the two as well. And I do think Belichick's a goner. Patri- they'll, they'll, they'll part ways at the end of the year. And then he takes over for the Chargers if uh, I th- Yeah, I think so. Well. Yes. Now, the, the other point about this is, well, Spanos and money... No one cares. You don't have anyone there. Right. You need to generate ticket sales and interest and get you need a big time hire. And doing that would getting Belichick would be huge for Spanos and that organization. And also to finally live up to your potential. I mean, that's going on ten years now. Ooh, the roster. Look at the talent. Look, it's Herbert. And and here they are, they can't do a damn thing. Well, so, Staley, I mean, that's another well, that, guy that he's if, gotta go. if they miss the playoffs or if they fizzle out again in the playoffs, I can't imagine they're going to bring him back. Right. And it's also, I don't know the man, but I would think he would want to break Shula's record in the worst way. 
Shula also had some comments he made about him too. Bella, you know, cheating all this other right, crap. Right. So you know, uh, he wants to get that record, and he's going to have a hard time doing it if he goes to, for example, Washington, which has been rumored. And yeah, I can't believe Carolina's on the list and some other ones. But with the Chargers, he's he's going to win ten games a year. Now this is fascinating. The Patriots' next starting quarterback, well, Week One, twenty twenty four, Caleb Williams, shortest shot on the board, five to one. They're they're going to have to secure the number one or number two overall pick for that to happen. Yeah, Drake May is seven to one. Yeah, maybe in that range would be possible. <laughs> would they make a deal for Kyler Murray? He's seven to one. Well, I think the Cardinals are going to screw this up. They're, did you see their adjusted win total, Arizona? It's back to four and a half. If this team wins four or five games, they're not going to be in range to take one of these top two quarterbacks. And then they're going to have Still to say, both. no, we're yep. definitely keeping Kyler Murray. It's like Miami a couple years ago. And then they can't trade out of it yep. either. Yep. I, I don't what, get what, it. God. Absolutely bizarre. Horrible job. Your guy, your favorite quarterback yep. in the league, Malik Cunningham, 7-1. to one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what, yeah. They think they might have something there in him. I don't know. Danny Hill is seven. Could Jimmy G no. go back there and be reunited with Billy B? He's nine to one. I think the Vrabel Danny Hill thing would be in play. That could possibly happen. But they I bring you know, both guys. Uh, yeah, but I have to see who the quarterback's going to be. But that also depends on what draft pick they get. Because I know the Crafts are sick of this. So Bo Nix is fourteen to one. Ooh, not bad. Might be something there. Will Stefan Diggs be back with the Bills week one next year? Well, he put out the fire after his brother was going after people on social media and saying this is a problem and Allen's the problem and all this. So um, it depends how the season ends. But I think, I think he'll be on the team next year. Yes, I do. All right. How about Frank Reich? To come back, coach the <laughs> no, Panthers week no, one next year. No. The yes minus 150, no is plus money. No, no way. No way. No way he comes back. This is this is this is a one and done. The coach decides. Or I'm sorry. The, yeah, the owner says. He's gonna blame him. Yeah, yeah. He's going to blame him for not. Can't blame himself. He can't fire himself. He's the one who wanted young. It didn't work out. He's going to blame Reich. He's going to point to the. You know, you were calling plays, and it was Brown. You go back to you. We can't do anything. We call them a point guard. We don't need wide receiver help. I know. I know. It's all going to come back to bite Reich. As I said earlier this week, to be the best thing for Reich. I don't think he makes the season. And we talked about it yesterday. I can't believe Rivera's the favorite, which I guess if he can't beat DeVito Sunday, but I think I think Reich's not going to last a year, and he's going to be gone. How many new coaches at the end of the year are going into next year? The number's always six, seven, eight. I mean, it's going to be that number again, for sure. Well, uh, well let, let's does does Dennis Allen survive and uh, and Art Smith? I guess Blank kind of made some comments to back him, but if you can't win ten games, either of those teams with those schedules. Then they won't. Yeah, right. And you can't, the team who doesn't win the division or if you miss the playoffs, horrible. Rodgers, comma, Aaron, will he play another snap this year? Yes is three to one, no minus $5. I got to go no because I can't, I don't think the Jets are going to be in the mix. They'll be out of it, yeah. Right. Uh, yes, yes. Let's see here. It's we'll, a good prop. Will the Dolphins beat a team with a winning record in the regular season? Yes, minus $2. They haven't done it since last year, week three against the Bills. Now, does it? Is it huh. when they play them, or oh, right? How do what you call it? Right. I'll, I'll say for this, it's when they play them, right? I think that's how it's great. We'll, we'll go based on that. Yeah, yeah. Fire up their schedule. This week doesn't count. Washington, Tennessee, Jets, Dallas at home at Baltimore, Buffalo. 
So Dallas at home at Baltimore, really the two on the, they have to be with winning records at the time, probably. That's right. The Bills might not even have one. No, they might not. I Good expect point. them not to. I mean. Good point. Um, They'll beat Dallas at home. Yeah, two was very good at home. Very good at home. That's a great game, by the way, week 16. Uh-huh. Huh. The no on that, by the way, on the Dolphins is plus 150. Okay, okay. We, we've talked about it many times. If he's the quarterback the rest of the season, can you see the Giants winning a game? Will they win another game? Yes is minus $5. Washington, Patriots, Packers on Monday night. Oh, my God. They can flex out of that, though, uh, this year now. Yeah, uh, Saints. It's also a doubleheader, though, that week, too, so I don't know how they're going to look at it. Uh, right. Uh, Saints, Philly, Rams, Philly. Well, like many teams here, <laughs> if they were smart, the Giants would want to lose every— and they're, they're in place now with DeVito as the quarterback to lose yeah. every game the rest of the way. And this one, too. Remember, draft—I didn't, didn't see it this week. But every week, DraftKings puts up, will there be a walk-off win? That's right. Ending in a game-winning field goal. We had six overall there last was, week. Yeah, it was a record. Five was the Five record, and then we had Sunday. another one. Another one on Monday night. Yeah, yeah so six so overall. So usually, it's yes, a $1.50, $1.80 in that range. And now, it was, it's just, will one happen? Now we had six. So now it's one and a half this past week globally. And I would go probably no this week. Expect it not to happen that many times. And you get major regression from that. All right. All right. I mean, last week was a record by a mile. That was It was just one right after another. Bada bing, bada boom. They just kept coming in like that. At the gun. Another yeah. field goal attempt. Good. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. You, did you mention the Patriots, by the way? That props on well, the board. Won, yeah. Well, well they win another game. Yeah, I can't see them losing. Well, they, they're going to beat the Giants. I don't care who they yeah. play at quarterback. Are they gonna Belichick's be, not going to lose to DeVito. Will that be a popular survivor pick oh, boy. when they play? <laughs> That's a tough week. You don't have a lot to choose from. But that's, I know I talked about, uh, thanks to all the tweets too, I mentioned how difficult week 16 is. Denver's at home against New England on Christmas Eve. A night game. That could be one you could use too. If you don't have a lot to go with on that week 16, that's a tough week survivor. And it doesn't matter who the, I was going to say, who's going to be the quarterback. Does it matter for the Patriots? No. Well, you don't have much to choose from. Not at all. Will Greer, Cunningham, or or Zappi? Maybe Will Greer shocks the world. I can't imagine, though. You're right. What a fall from grace. Playoff team with Mac. And how bad he's been. Longtime friend of the show, NFL analyst, better Adam Chernoff on the program. I think we're going to have a disagreement on the Cleveland Browns. That's next here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. It's brand new season two. 
I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Pereira. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.